0: Well, did you hear about this uh, controversy? It's a big controversy going on. Did you hear uh, about it? About the Z Flip? Glass. Folding glass. Is it folding glass? Uh-huh. What is glass? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well... Samsung came out when the thing started, when they, when they announced it. They said, yeah, it's the first, it's folding glass. I mean, they had a special name for it. Mm-hmm. I felt it. I was like, mm, glass, it feels all right. I mean, coming from this one, the original folding, you know, the Galaxy Fold, I was like, it does feel a little different, but still kind of felt like plastic. It felt a little better, but still kind of felt like plastic. So I was wondering to myself, where is this glass? And then Jerry Rigg did the video disputing the glass, finding or, or suggesting maybe it wasn't it wasn't glass. And so then you had the makings of well the, the makings of a controversy in the tech world, mm. which, as you know, mm-hmm. you get a if you get if you have a controversy in the tech world, you have a couple of views coming at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the Verge found out about it, and I know you know people feel a certain way about The Verge, but I per- I think this article is uh, is is fairly uh, uh, what would you say um, uh, comprehensive? Okay, you like the word comprehensive? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. Thorough. Yeah, comprehensive yes. is the one I wanted. A uh, Sean Sean Hollister on The Verge comprehensive write-up, folding glass. How, why, and the truth of Samsung's Z Flip. So he gets in the mix himself. He, he puts himself right in between the, the controversy side of it, the, 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 the speculation that there's no glass present, and Samsung saying they have something which they were calling, what were they calling? UTG, ultra-thin glass. They had a name for it. UTG. Whoa! That's what they did in the boardroom. Someone wrote UTG. Yeah. Someone wrote UTG on a chalkboard. Yeah. And then the CEO of Samsung went, <laughs> "Whoa!" It happened. I had and then, a
1: And then everyone started clapping. Yeah,
0: someone sent me the clip. Someone sent me the clip. Samsung made it sound like it had invented a new proprietary form of glass, and the company even dubbed it Samsung Ultra-Thin Glass. We've done the impossible and created Ultra-Thin Glass that folds, the company's presentation claimed, adding that it protects your screen from scratches. Of course, guy like you, Will, you sit there and think to yourself, you know, the other day I was in my kitchen, as I would be if I was me. And I dropped something made of glass and it shattered into a billion pieces and it's terrifying and terrible. Did you? No, I didn't. You did if, if I was a guy like you. Oh. Yeah. In your own kitchen yeah. as you would be. Glass doesn't seem like a thing that should bend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so you start to ask questions, don't you? Start to wonder. Mm. But you got companies out there. you got companies like Corning they claim anything is possible. Hmm. And they also claim everything is awesome. Really? <laughs> I don't know why saying anything is possible reminded me of everything is awesome. I have no idea why. Look at Corning. They got the Gorilla uh hand. So <laughs> yeah. it's got to be re- it's got to be serious. Yes. Talking about glass, but you got a Gorilla Hand. It's got to be serious. Now, Corning didn't actually make this product for Samsung. It's another company, a German company called Scott, but not spelled the way you expect it to be spelled, Will. Spelled S-C-H-O-T-T, Scott. Scott. That's how it's spelled. But the findings within the comprehensive article here and the interviews that took place, and they went to Scott themselves, and they talked to Corning... Shout out, Sean Hollister, speaking to all these people. You can bend anything, Will. Anything! Really? You just need to get it thin enough to bend. You need to get those microns down. Now, I know you got the background. You're a man of many backgrounds, and I know this. Like an onion. You got got to peel the layers to find out about Willie whole story. Mm -hmm. But yesterday, we're shooting a video... Two days ago and all of a sudden oh you know back in my day in the cnc background yeah back when i was manufacturing the milling and, and the tools and uh, lathes. back when i was in the operating room
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. you know forrest gump over here yeah shrimp boats yeah back when i was in the military yeah. back when i was running for president
1: uh, ping pong champion <laughs>
0: So they say, look, we got to get it real thin. And you know what Samsung said? They said, let's do it. Because we want to say we got some glass over here. So make it real thin for us. But then Dr. Matthias Midlack of Scott's said, hey, just so you know, you make this thing super duper thin so it can bend the way we want. There's a bit of a drawback here. Tell you what. Well, that drawback is it only takes a teeny tiny scratch to disrupt the integrity of something that's that thin. You see that, Will? It's not, oh, that scratch is bothering me. It's such an eyesore. What a nuisance. Na 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 It's a pre crack. Every single scratch is a pre crack uh, because it's so thin. It uh, can turn in it can turn into a real problem for you.
1: Yeah. Like a house of cards situation, eh?
0: Mm. Who knows where a small scratch may lead?
1: Very dramatic here. Find out
0: next time. <laughs> yeah, ba- yeah, basically that's what it was. So you know what Samsung said? They said, okay, we want to say it's glass. We love the properties of glass. The humans, they love the glass. Mm-hmm. So do the gorillas. Mm-hmm. We take the glass that's thin, and then we put another layer on it. Guess what we're going to make that layer out of? It ain't going to be glass. Mm -hmm. You can't coat glass in glass, so we're going to put a little screen protector on there, similar to what we've seen in the past, and now you're back to touching plastic, and you're back to scratching plastic, and you're back to sticking your fingernail in plastic. Is this better or worse? I can tell you from the limited amount of time that I had with it up until this point that it does feel a little bit more robust than this than the straight up plastic display but it's not going to have the attributes of glass when you touch it it may have some attributes of glass when you look at it of course glass is nicer to look at so now you you had to answer the question is it glass well i don't know the thing you're touching is not exactly glass but there is some glass in there Mm -hmm. so you decide how offended you actually are at all that uh, I would say, practically speaking, it's it's better to have the protector on there to save people from uh, getting that scratch, which eventually leads to some sort of issue with the integrity of it. But maybe you got to be more clear to people that hey, you, you're touching plastic, even though you got a little glass underneath of there. Uh, now, another uh, interesting finding here or statement coming from Corning, so not the manufacturer of Samsung's uh, display tech here, display covering. They say it's only a matter of time. They say we're working on the micron level right now. They say we're already talking to manufacturers. We're going to bend glass that you can touch, sir. They didn't put the sir part in there. But I was just, you know. Paraphrasing. (laughs) Yeah, I was just trying to, you know, make the point. Yeah, okay. Here. And so they say they say it's all, that they're going to get something rolled out really soon here and the folding glass, that's folding glass. You're looking at it right now in the article. Now I should also say one more thing. Scott says that glass won't break down like plastics naturally do over time and they say there's greater optical clarity. So it's not just about your fingernail, your car keys and so forth the little dust particles and things like that. There's other uh aspects to it. So, like I said, you figure out how offended you actually are. Uh for me it's 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 6 of 1 and half a dozen of another. Hmm. <laughs> God. Wow. <laughs> uh Apple seeks to block a publication of a book, block, block the publication of a book titled "App Store Confidential." And this is a book, a German book, which claims to give all the insider secrets from a former Apple employee on how on on how the business operates and you know the scoop. Mm. It's got the scoop in it. And if you're Apple and somebody tries to publish the scoop on you, do you know what you do, Will?
1: You bring the lawyers.
0: You, you you call down to the next floor down, which is all lawyers. Yeah. Entire floor full of lawyers. Mm-hmm. They're just they're having just lunch. They're, they're just, just eating uh, sushi, sashimi. Yeah. The briefcases. Everything's ready to go. They're, it's like a floor full of... They're like firefighters, sort of. Mm-hmm. They got the pole. You know what I mean? They're ready to go. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, sashimi... All day. Yes, and you Until just buzz down. You buzz down and you say, App Store Confidential. Look it up. Sirens blaring Beep. off. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they go down the pole. They go back up the stairs. They go down the pole again. <laughs> 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 this is a constant cycle. Down, up, down. And then once they've expended enough energy to focus... Then they pump the same letter that they send to everybody. They just hit send. It's ready to go. Yeah. And then they go back up the stairs and down the pole six more times. And then eat sashimi. And then they go back to the sashimi. That's yeah. what happens in, inside of uh, Cupertino HQ. So this guy, uh, Tom Sadowski, he used to be a manager working specifically on the App Store, an App Store manager. And when you have that job, you sign an agreement with Apple, some sort of confidentiality agreement. I will never talk about anything that relating to Apple in my life ever again. It never happened. The last 10 years of my life never happened. Basically, you're in uh, some kind of witness protection program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get a new name, a new family, and you live in a new town. If you decide to leave Apple, that's Uh what your life looks like. That's obviously... I'm exaggerating. Yeah. But you understand, they say, forget about what happened. Don't you dare go and write a book called App Store Confidential. Yeah. Well, Tom, he bounces and he says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write App Store Confidential. I'm <laughs> no, no, just going to do
1: that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and within it, he writes a couple things. I mean, he says, here are some examples, some excerpts on 9to5Mac. Which one do I like here? Uh, Here's the allegations. That the author reports on his personal experiences and mostly reveals the obvious. Wow, this is in in the words of the person who wrote this article. One, an app must enrich people's lives. The app must enrich the lives of users. Two, monetize. The app must convert users into paying customers. I don't know. Details like this of what an app must do to be approved. What makes a good app? Enrich people's lives. That's vague. I don't know. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of apps that are not enriching my life. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's in there. The analysis here is that the book is more of a field report than an in-depth business analysis. Here's another excerpt. My colleague at the time, and today's Sony Germany boss, Patrick, not only had a good nose for this, but also the appropriate cojones... ...to push through the project internally. (laughs) That's another excerpt.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you got me at cojones.
0: I got you at cojones. Yeah. 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 I knew uh, I would. I knew I had you. That's a funny word. So I had to get to that point in the article make sure I got there. The book is still for sale on Amazon in German. The Kindle version, 1457. Apple has sent the cease and desist out from that floor full of lawyers... And obviously there's a dispute here over whether or not anything in here breaks the confidentiality or if it's considered, if it's not really business secrets. And then there's there's two ways to look at it. Hey, Apple, leave the guy alone. I don't know, I haven't read the book. Also don't speak German, sure it'll be translated. Relax, Apple relax. It's hard to say that without reading the details. Every company, there's gonna be secrets involved, trade secrets and so forth. But then on the flip side, You keep looking at this, and it is also noted in this particular article, you might just bring more attention to the book existing, Mm. right? Because we're talking about it now. Mm -hmm. If he puts out App Store Confidential and they don't send a cease and desist, we're not talking about it right now. Mm -hmm. So a thing that's not that hot gets hotter.
1: I'm going to buy the book.
0: You're buying the book now.
1: I'm going to learn German. Yeah, yeah,
0: because you have the cojones to do so. Oh, yeah. You can put yourself on Apple's radar with that, you know. The Porsche, 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 the Porsche Taycan is reportedly getting an enhanced battery pack to improve range. This news, man, I got to say, I was in the comments of this particular article. People are heavy on the, on the fandom with the EVs and the Tesla and all the rest of it. It's positive or no it's nasty down there in the comments oh, okay. it's nasty down there it get it make you think of uh apple and android and whatnot i see it's they're going back and forth head to head it's unbelievable uh any anyway so obviously you remember we talked about it on this sh- show in the past that the epa they did their they did their rating on the range for the upcoming tycan turbo turbo s and they came out with a number that was not uh, not super impressive to a lot of people. 201 miles. Lower than expected and lower than Porsche themselves had suggested, I believe. And so people were a bit, you, you know, people were upset, I guess. They were expecting more, hoping for more. Range is a hot topic when it comes to EVs. And Tesla has, has, has been pumping out some really impressive numbers. But... Portia immediately came out and said, "Hey, we don't like that testing. We think I don't know. It was just disputed. I don't know. Hmm. I don't have all the answers, Will." Ugh. is that from uh, Sway, the Sway Kanye yeah. interview? Who said that, Sway or Kanye? You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the ant. So who doesn't have the answers, Sway?
1: Yeah, Sway does not Yeah, so you don't have the answer in this case. Okay, I'm Sway.
0: But neither do I. So we're both Sway okay, in yeah. this scenario. Uh, so there's this dude who's ordered up one of these Taycan turbos, and he got an update from his dealer. Porsche updated its battery packs for U.S. Taycans currently awaiting build, and his turbo will have the new enhanced pack versus the standard pack. More details to come soon. It pushed back his delivery date by seven days. No one expected it. No one paid for it. No one selected the option, but Porsche in the background, apparently working on an enhanced battery pack. Hmm. The way you would perceive that is, okay, maybe there's going to be range improvements. Mm-hmm. But then further speculation, well, if you put a bigger battery, maybe it's heavier. Now, does the handling suffer? What happens there? Or are they going to have more more dense hmm. battery packs? Who knows how they're going to approach us? There's still some, a lot of questions that are left unanswered. But the thing I end up finding down here in the comment section is that people are mad about it uh, regardless. There's still... People are still... Particularly people in the Tesla camp are still saying, you're paying double the price. You can get a Model S that can go uh, 360 miles on the EPA range. There's no way they're going to make up that gap. So that argument is... The, the the space is heating up. Mm-hmm. And as much as I read that and I say to myself, why does it always got to be like this? It does have to be like this because it's just how competition works. People get fired up. More people talk about EVs. Better product. It brings people into the conversation. And these uh, loud and aggressive enthusiasts become the voice, whether we like it or not, and all the rest of it. And they just, I mean, the word gets out because of the enthusiasm. And it is still coming from a place of enthusiasm, even if I wouldn't personally chit-chat in the same fashion, at least not at this point in my life. I'm not going to be deep diving in there hmm. on the workday, popping the paragraphs. Because I'm telling you, man, they're popping the paragraphs on the workday. I mean, I see these posts seven hours ago. Wait, that's midday. Yeah. You're just midday over it's here. Lunchtime. Just blasting one another. Just blast off. I mean, I'm trying to do a few things over here. I don't know. Just saying. But anyway, enthusiasm, fantastic. Everybody's got their thing. But like, look at this one, man. That's, I don't know if you want to scroll down. That's a paragraph. This guy's actually a Porsche fan. He's mad. I mean, I don't want to talk about it too much, but I'm just saying like, look at this comment section. It makes YouTube look like a cakewalk. YouTube looks like fantasy land. Fantasia, Crayola, mm. YouTube looking like Sesame Street compared to Tesla Roddy comment section.
1: This is true.
0: You understand? Big birds over on YouTube.
1: This is a Sam Harris.
0: Sl- yeah.
1: Podcast.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that they're they're actually talking about the origin of consciousness. <laughs> Jordan Peterson <laughs> Sam Harris. <laughs> Yeah, they, 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 they moved be. on quickly. It started with Porsche versus Tesla, and then they, uh, they got into the Big Bang later on. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I guess it's good news. It's one of those cases where we're making fun of, we're making fun of it right now, but in reality, will, you, you, the noise might have influenced what the Taycan that actually ships may have now been impacted or improved upon. Because of these dudes. So maybe I need to be thanking these dudes right here. Mm -hmm. Who are putting the paragraphs out to the world at lunchtime. Yeah. You know? In between bites. You know? But I don't think there's a lot of sashimi in that comment. (laughs) I'm just saying. It's not the same lunch. That entire floor at Apple.
1: Yeah. It's (laughs) mostly filler. It's rice.
0: I wonder what the lunch looks like in the Tesla Roddy comment section. Mm. The average... Lunch. It would have to be fast. Soup and a Sammy? Soup and a Sammy. Mmm, mm, 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 mm Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Tell you what. Most days, I'll take that over the sashimi anyways. I need that comfort. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't need it too fancy myself. Yeah. I had a sandwich today. It wasn't great. <laughs> Which one? I had a sandwich today. It wasn't great. This was is a sub. Subway. Sub, okay. Uh, turkey, bacon. They don't have a turkey bacon sub on the menu. Oh, you gotta. Which customize. is rude. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, that combination everyone knows. Mm-hmm. You don't have turkey bacon combo on the menu. I gotta, I gotta go and say like a weirdo every time. Can I do a turkey bacon? Yeah, it's not the can menu. i be that guy. And they and they look at me and they say, Yeah, of course. I say, Well, if it's of course, can we just put it up there? If it's of course. But it, you know, it's just. You remember Vin was saying the other day, certain type of satisfaction with the bread products. With the dough and the whatnot, you 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 eat a uh, uh, you take some bread, you put the ingredients inside, you slice it, you put the ingredients inside, you have a sandwich.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a certain satisfaction there with that combination. It's it's been around for a few years now. Yes, it's been around for a few years now. It works. So, just saying, don't bet against the sandwich long term. No, no. Granted. Now people they try to wrap it in lettuce. A guy like Kurt try to wrap it in oh, lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> so don't you dare call that a sandwich. <laughs> bring that stuff around here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one for me. Uh GameStop. You know, we talk about it, we cover GameStop. GameStop. Mm. It's a wrap? Yeah, it's probably a wrap. This is a terrible. Uh, just a terrible article. If this is my company and I have to see this article, I'm just, oh God, yeah. God sakes, man. Or if I work at his company, I got to see this. It's an in-depth, it's a deep dive on the dysfunction. Oh, no. I'm telling you, man, it goes on and on, talking to store managers and sales targets. And it's a, it's a scary vibe. Mm-hmm. Just imagining the, the famine mentality. We gotta, we need a few bucks today. Let's make a few sales we not got no sales. It ain't like yesterday. It ain't like two weeks ago, two years ago. Remember the days. Mm -hmm. Consoles, Mm trade-ins, loyalty programs. Think of the times, man. When when the the kids used to flock. Mm -hmm. And hot new title, midnight release. We got 200 outside. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Cherry's going off?
0: No, it's the same thing when the... It's the same thing when the when the lawyers got to go down the pole. They had the same type oh, of it's a speed thing. Woo! Yeah, the hustle. It's the same thing. The Samsung CEO in the boardroom. Yeah. He went, <coughs> woo! You know when he said, "We can call it glass. We we'll say glass foldable, world's first. UTG on it, on it, bingo." All right, got some new information about GameStop. Yeah, it's worse than it sounded in the past. Yeah, they closed stores. Maybe they closed them all. It's been dipping and diving so hard now that we are we are looking at this blockbuster. Like that's what it is. It's the, the sign is white and red, and it probably has tremendous nostalgia for a lot of people, just like that yellow and blue sign used to have. And, I mean, soak it up while it's still there. Soak it up while it's still there because we are not talking about, and that's what this article exposes, we're not talking about the type of thing like, oh, it was a slow time for game releases. Or, or let's wait for those next consoles. We're talking about a, a massive shift of a different magnitude towards a completely new behavior around game consumption. Yes, digital downloads... But what about Fortnite? What even? It's free. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm in the game and then V-Bucks. And if I'm GameStop, I'm like, what do I do? Do I start selling Fortnite costumes? Yeah, maybe I should. Yeah. Halloween every day, your local GameStop. Maybe just get into cosplay. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. But you know, It's probably not. I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> I know there's a convention and... uh, People make their costumes. Okay. You're supposed to make it if you're the real deal. You have to make it? Yeah. Okay. I apologize. Most people do. I apologize. Shout out. Shout out. I apologize. Increasingly, what they've been trying to do to stay afloat and a lot of the pressure due to the uh, the, uh, responses here in this article from store employees, managers, regional types, they're saying that their managers are pushing them now to increasingly move away from game sales because they're not even there and to try to buy this department that stood out to me try to buy up people's old gadgets and and they're trying to buy people's old phones refurbish them and sell them to make a few bucks you know what I'm saying like you know what I'm saying a trade in because they can't get the game trade no one's trading in the games you don't even have the games. The games are there. And even if a person was buying physical games, they just hop on Craigslist or eBay or yeah. you sell something on Facebook. Or uh, this Facebook market. I can't keep it all together. There's an option. So they're trying to buy your phone now. And and, and I'm reading this article. I'm reading this article. I'm reading these, uh, these accounts from employees. They're saying, I'm sick of asking people what phone is in their pocket. I'm sick of asking people if they're willing to sell their phone but they, they got this mandate from the managers because it's the only way they can make a buck. Yeah. And they're saying you, I want you to ask everybody who walks in this store to sell their phone to you. And of course, you know, to make a make any money, they got a low ball. Well, you got an iPhone 11 pro? 800 give you hundred bucks for that. <laughs> I'll give you hundred bucks today for that. Tell you what.
1: I just got it three months ago.
0: Yeah, I don't care. Oh. You, this, oh. your, your phone is garbage. I'll give you a hundred bucks for it and and a free pre-order for Shadow Knight Legends of the Fall and Darkness. Of the Fall and Darkness. It's a hot new, it's super hard, super hard game. Super hard game. Well. Yep, no save points, nothing. Uh, you'll never pass this game or even the first boss. What was that game? It's so hard. Dark, Dark, Souls. Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls. Yeah. yeah. So hard. It's so, the game is so hard, you're an idiot. You see how that works? <laughs> <laughs> People, they just want the, the punishment of it. Yeah. Is the game that hard? I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, so now GameStop—it's not even within the identity. You're just trying to buy up the phones, and I—I I, I feel for it, man, because I have the same nostalgia. I used to—I had have been to many game launches. It was a hype. There was a thing. There was something around the idea. Like I'll tell you something. Well, I—I was reading this article. I was having a moment, thinking to myself, man, my kids will never experience that. They—they they don't care. There's no hype. It's not. They'll never experience the. Now, now, granted, this is all old people do this. Oh, you're not going to walk through the movie store and uh, rent a movie? Mm. Rent a film? Mm-hmm. New release? They used to give you popcorn at some of the movie rental places. You see, we're, we're, we're 87 years old right now. Mm-hmm. No one cares about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, DoorDash, sir. Yeah. Netflix, sir. So what does it matter? I don't think it does. I think it's just your nostalgia is just, it's there. It's choking you at all times. They never had it. They'll never care. You'll bring them in there and they say, I don't, I don't, I don't know. What What is this? Yeah, they had a short, there was a little window there early on where I try to get them take a look around. Just, but it just, it's never going to be what it was. And for good reason, technology surpasses. So there's a couple of cool suggestions actually in the comment section of this particular article. People said, you know what they should do at GameStop? And I don't know how cool this suggestion is because it's looking pretty grim. But there were some suggestions that People don't have the best internet connections for downloading games. Even though they want the digital copy, they can be downloading for a week on a subpar connection, particularly in rural areas where GameStops exist in some of these towns and communities that don't have the fat connections or, or where the bandwidth is expensive. So what if GameStop puts a fat pipe in, if it's possible, I don't know. Fiber or T1 or something. Put the fiber line in. And they become a hub for picking up digitally distributed, maybe on a hard drive or whatever. That was one of the suggestions I thought was cool. Maybe they need to, maybe GameStop needs to hit this guy up. Maybe there's a way there. Uh, but yeah, all hands on deck at this moment. Try to find that next thing. Figure out that next thing because it's dipping and diving. Like I said, man, it's the writing is on the wall, and that's a tough spot to be in, where you're the whole identity of the thing is in question yeah. and and consumer behavior has shifted that far and by the way i should say i pick i i focus on gamestop because it's in my feed because it's kind of tech related and i'm nostalgic about it but retail in general the retail apocalypse store closures i've got plenty of other articles gap peer one plenty of retail is impacted by the similar amazon digital effect mm-hmm. is massive mm-hmm. so We can't just keep pointing at GameStop exclusively. These spaces, these spaces out in public and in plazas and in malls, they got to change rapidly into whatever this new, whatever this next thing happens to be. And it might actually be nothing. It might be vacant spaces as humans stay inside, hooked up into the feed. You know what I'm saying? With the food delivery pipeline straight into the veins.
1: Yep. It's happening.
0: I don't know about you. I like to get out of the house every so often.
1: Yeah. I'm saying, man, like uh, I w- the Oculus Quest just had an update where you don't even have to use controllers. <laughs> it's just hands.
0: I don't know about you. I got to get you out know. the house every so often.
1: Yeah, you, you know, we all do. I think we all do. <laughs> it's impressive, though. <laughs> it's impressive. And it's hard. I think it's harder for all of us to get away from that.
0: You're trying to end the show today, Will, or what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can uh you can cut there, Kirk.